You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets like that fella sitting across from me. Hi, I'm Eric the Goat Guy. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, I'm not. No, you're not. not. Eric the Goat Guy's scratching at the glass out there. <laughs> Oh, my God. Downtown Detroit, yeah. the Detroit Shipping Company, Podcast Detroit Studios. Uh, it is an open-to-the-public bar, yeah. and uh, the public is is out there scratching at the glass, yeah. beginning with Eric the Goat Guy. And they sell floats, ice cream floats. Yeah, there's like four different food restaurants in here and coffee place where it sells ice cream, the 420-degree ice cream. Anyway, but no, that guy across from me really is... Uh, I'm Brian Donovan. He is an animal behaviorist and dog trainer. My name's Jamie. What? Just making sure everybody has a good time. Isn't that the name of the place? 420? 320. Oh, 320? You know what 420 means? Uh, It's 20 minutes past the hour of four. No, 420? It is the 20th day of the fourth month of the year. Like She's making the the token marijuana (laughs) sign. The wacky tobacco. Don't you you know, know, old guy? Yeah, you guys are old. I was, I was 420 when 420 was BC. <laughs> no, you weren't, were you? <laughs> Before cookies. I don't know what that means, even. <laughs> Before Christ? Yeah. All right, so no, just uh, helping people with their pets. That's what we're here to do, Brian. Strap yourself in, man. Yeah? There's, oh my gosh. There's a lot. There's a lot tonight. There's a lot. And then what do we do? We go get ice cream floats and yeah. start like a half hour late. So much for matter because, you know. It's it happens when it happens. People listen when they listen. So we work. That's why we that. could. That's why we can just stop and get uh, floats. There's no show coming after it's not us. Radio. So we can just take our time and enjoy it. Remember the old radio days? It's float like, away. Yeah. You know, yeah. Hard breaks and all that. Mm-hmm. Pshaw. That's it, man. We do whatever we want. But what we like to do mainly is help people with their pets. So that is what we are going to do. I'm going to start right out with an email. Brian, uh, somebody sent one in saying, Hey, dear Animal Talk. What's this, fan mail from a flounder? That is, and uh, 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 my 3.5-year-old male lab doesn't respect me or my space. <laughs> Uh, how can I change? How can I change our relationship so that he understands his place? I have uh, read and tried about uh, just about everything, including social isolation, and I just don't know where where I'm going wrong. As a puppy, he constantly gets in my way and wants to jump and rub his face all all over me all the time. If he wasn't kenneled at night, he would jump on the bed and literally walk all over me whenever he felt it was time for me to get up. How do I set boundaries with my dog? First of all, this is a big misunderstanding, Jamie. Yeah? You know, uh, getting in my space and not respecting me. You respect my daughter. Yeah, but, to, you know, this dog is uh, doing a lot of things that dogs do. Right. You know, uh, you know, fish do certain things. Mm-hmm. Dogs do certain things. And what he's showing you is that he really loves you. He wants to be all Aww. up in your business because that's what dogs do to the people they love. It's a love story, Samantha. Aww. I was, I was looking at my ice cream. So, but listen, listen to the <laughs> Sam's having a love story with her ice cream. Listen yeah. to the way they they phrase the, yeah, yeah. the the problem. Oh, oh no, I loved it. That's why I love this. No email. respect, and this, this dog is showing you that he loves you more than anything. Oh, so, so. but it's not the way you want all mm. the time. So there's a time and place for these things. So, what we do in uh, dog training class mm-hmm. is you would be taught that uh, your dog wants to play and he wants to jump on you and let him do those things at certain times and maybe as a reward for other things that you want him to do. You see, so time and place. It's not a matter of respect. It's a matter of teaching them, you know, it's appropriate here in, in this place and in this, in the, at this time, rather than, uh, you know, perceiving it as something that's, uh, that's bad or disrespectful. So here's my, here's my take. Here's my take on dog training. It's crap. <laughs> it's shenanigans. It's not dog training at all. What you're doing is you're a translator. And you're teaching yeah. people, and you're you're a linguist, and you're teaching people a common language. Well, sure. people and their pets, a common language, so they can communicate. Yeah. So you're basically training the people. Yeah. Yeah. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. not training the dogs. No, the dogs know what to do. Yeah. 
And the dogs respond the way dogs respond. You have to be trained <laughs> to how to, to communicate. To, yeah, you're a, communicate. you're a, so you're pretty much like a couples therapist. Something like that, yeah. Well, Sam and I have tried, been working a few things out, so we figured we'd talk to you. I don't even know. <laughs> what? Wait, what? I don't know. It's just, it sounded funnier in my head. Like most okay. things. Yeah. Same. <laughs> it happens all the time to me, too. Oh, uh, all right. So you uh, are pretty much a newlywed, right? You're still a, very much a, a newlywed. Yeah. You're only yeah. Uh, five months down the road here? Yep. Five months in one day. Congratulations once again. It's Thanks, only man. been five months. I feel like it's been like a year. Yeah, yeah, years. Yeah. No, well, no. Peanut's been it's, in your life for, well, pe- actually, probably not that long. Peanuts. You kind of dove right into that. You know what? When you know it's right, you know it's right. I think yeah. when I first met you, you... So you guys dated for about a year, still... year and a half before you yeah. got married? Yeah. About a year and a half? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's Colleen and I. It was about that much. So let me tell you something. Yeah. I'm over two years with my boyfriend. When I was... <laughs> Yeah, but we're in our fifties, so we got to hurry. We had we had to find somebody to you die with. You didn't get married when you were fifty. We had to, we had to find somebody to die with quickly. Um, <laughs> that's that's yeah. we're just yeah. That's a big just, factor. That's but a big I already want to oh, yeah. die with him. So ah, yeah, yeah. Well, hold off on that. <laughs> but let me let me tell you something. So less than a week after I started dating Peanut, yeah, yeah. I went to uh, Pittsburgh with a friend. He he had had some business down there, so I went with him, and uh, we went and saw a psychic. Jamie. Yeah. In, in Did psychic, they say? You're psychic, in New Orleans? Here's what the psychic told me. Where were you? In Pittsburgh. 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 New the, Orleans. The same thing. The, <laughs> the psychic said, um, after the first of the year, this is July, after the first of the year, your love life is going to change. Oh. And you're going to, she didn't say you're going to get married, but she said you will, uh, you know, basically find the love of your life. This wow. was like three days after I met Peanut. Wow. That Christmas. Yeah. We decided to get married. Aww. So sure enough, after the first of the year, yeah, there it is. Oh wow! The psychic was right. That's so weird. <laughs> and Lauren's cutting a check, saying, "Here you go. Thanks for the nudge." These psychic things and, and fortune telling, all this stuff, always works out to my favor. Mm. I'll give you another example. It happened last week. We had we're eating Chinese food in the tub, takeout, <laughs> and you got a fortune in the tub. So I always, uh, you know, I, I like the fortune cookie. Me too. So after dinner, I made a big production. I held up, I held up a fortune cookie, and I said. I am going to base the rest of my life off of whatever this fortune says. I made the announcement to the kids, the wife. I'm going to- Whole I, restaurant? I crack the cookie open. There's no fortune in it. <laughs> There's nothing in it. This has never happened. It's like, what do you do now? So, of course, I Googled it. Do you know what it means when you have no fortune? What does it mean when you have no fortune? It means the fortune fairy owes you a fortune. So you basically can put- Whatever it's it's a it's a free? get out of jail free card. You got a blank check. I got a blank check for whatever whatever wish I want. That's almost like a hall pass. Yeah, <laughs> man. I always keep my fortunes unless it's, unless it's something like weird. One time, my sister got a fortune. Yeah. It said it said it said like don't rush on anything. The Great Wall in China done didn't done <laughs> done got built in one day or didn't get yeah. it was it was some error. It was some grammatical error, and I just she kept it. I'm just like <laughs> same. <laughs> Yeah, her whole life's a grammatical error. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you know, we, we were talking your wedding. Um, yeah. You're married. You're newlywed. Yeah, you had a very nice wedding. Yeah, where's this going, Jamie? You're you're scaring me. Could yes. have been could have been nicer. It was uh, it was it was romantic. It yeah. was perfect. Yeah, and they get you because you went to New Zealand, New right? Zealand, yeah. and then you got married. But you came back here. You had a very fine party. Yeah, very very nice party. You I went off though. I was invited. I to went. Sam, you came. Yes. That's it. And you think, how could that party have been any better? How could it have been I, better? I just, I, you know, you don't. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh. Blink-182. Yeah, well, Blink-182 could have yeah. played the party. That mm-hmm. would have been cool. You had a pretty damn yeah. good band. Yeah, you yeah. Had a they were, very yeah, they were nice. Here you go. Couples across the U.S. are hiring donkeys called beer burros to serve drinks at their weddings. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> beer Why burrow. do you tell me beer about burrow. the beer burrow? <laughs> Can they be indoors, though? <laughs> Oh, you're kidding me. I think that's even better than... I, I was thinking of taking tortoises and hot gluing serving trays on their back and just let them walk around slowly. But the beer burrow is... What a fantastic idea. So you heard of yoga involving the likes of lemurs and dogs and alpacas, but it seems the animal trend is now making its way into weddings. Something called beer burrows. It's a burrow. Uh, a burrow is a southwestern term for a pack donkey. Uh Beer burrows uh, is, is becoming a thing in Texas and California. Couples are hiring donkeys to serve drinks and snacks to yes. I don't know if I'd want to 
<laughs> some escargot yeah. off of a donkey's hindquarters, but uh, you know, I take a beer off of a cooler off of the side of one. Um, all right, so they're offering, and then it's it's you know they're all dialed up for photos, of course, and just for uh, photos, yeah. Okay, oh, so yeah, so through the <laughs> yeah, so uh, through the event planning company, the Texas Hill Country Events, um, Alicia and her sister Bethany provide beer burrows. Uh, throughout, uh, yeah, throughout yeah, but, Texas, but people and get they, drunk, and then, what, then then you have a dressed up burrow, and that's <laughs> that's not a yeah. It's not a good you got formula. a good looking burrow giving you beer. That's uh, <laughs> how could that go wrong? Yeah. Uh, so there you go. So they have custom made saddle packs and uh, little baskets that they carry. They don't put a lot of weight in them. It's more for the aesthetics, and uh, they only carry six to twelve beers at a time. So the donkeys aren't really overloaded. I guess a lot of people would probably, you know, say that's kind of animal abuse. But <laughs> yeah, people say, uh, people love to pet the ponies, well, the, the donkeys, yeah. the burros as they're cruising around and get them in pictures and things. I guess uh, that's a different kind of wedding. The cost? What do you think it costs? Uh I don't know. I you know I haven't priced out a burrow in so long. <laughs> <laughs> Five hundred seventy-five bucks, really, plus a fee for the handlers. Jamie, are, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Uh, Between thinking. the money that you make and the petting, <laughs> you and I should dress up, get one of those burrow suits. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm going to be in the front though. <laughs> no, wait, wait. No, I don't want to be in the front. <laughs> Not with you in the back. No. <laughs> yeah, that's a no-win situation, isn't it? No, it is. It really isn't. Yeah. It really isn't. So there you go. So, uh, Brian, there's another little email here. People, yeah. Someone's wondering um, about chipping. And it's just a really quick, simple little message. Dear Animal Talk. Oh, a chain letter. Oh, I touched it. I touched it. Oh, it's probably longer than the question. Uh, any drawbacks or complications from chipping? I'm seriously thinking about it. Thanks. Um Okay, so, so a microchip yeah. is about the size of a grain of rice. Okay. Uh, in fact, they're smaller now. They're, mm-hmm. they're about the half, half the size. They're made with a uh, glass coating, so it's a transponder is what it, what it is. It's a coil of, um, of copper right. that has uh, a chip with, uh, with a, a, an identifying number. It's encased in glass, right. and it has a coating on it that's supposed to keep it in place once it's put under the skin. Okay. It's usually put under the, the nape of the neck. <clears throat> it's it's inserted with a needle. Right. Complications uh, are really um, maybe the uh, if the spot was uh, was not clean, right. or if the the there was something wrong with the needle. So any any kind of uh, complication you would have from any other subcutaneous shot is possible. <clears throat> the the, right, mi- right, the right, microchip right. itself is inert. <laughs> um, what <laughs> goat? Uh, Dave the goat guy. I just envisioned, Eric. I just envisioned. He huh? seems. I read this thing about him on here, and it's yeah. it's like really cool. Like I want to like go and like film or like do a documentary or like a short film about him because oh. like it it looks it's like it's some serious stuff. He's trippy, yeah. He's uh, he's but no, no. He went through like I read all this thing. He went through like all this stuff. Like he almost got he almost died. He almost got beaten to death like uh, because of this robbery. I don't know. I, I yeah, yeah. Just recently, it. it was it was kind of recently. Yeah, and he was beat, he was like, he got rolled. Wow. Yeah, and he was like born with a Detroit's disability. Coming back. Yeah, he was born with a disability. And he's like, you know, I've been picked up my whole life because I've been different. I feel this like, oh man, he's like, he's like, but he still has like this positive outlook on life, even though all this like shit has happened. Like, he still like has such a like positive outlook on <clears> life. It's really that's very cool. it's really sweet. It's really I- cool. I've had no hardship, and I have a shitty outlook. On life. <laughs> yeah, none whatsoever. <laughs> but no, so but uh, the the microchips, yeah. unless it's like a dirty shot or something. Yeah. But the microchip isn't really causing co- it's it, absolutely inert, Jamie. Yeah. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with the microchip yeah. at, at all. Now they, there there have been problems from time to time. It's very rare that the chip may migrate. Right. So it could it could end up in a different part of the animal's body under the under the skin but it's not um it's is not that, dangerous that, no in fact at trade shows um when i'm showing the you know scanner technology um uh, in the past i've actually ingested you know microchips and so you kind of scan your belly and you know people are like oh you got a microchip inside of you huh? and yeah um at least for another two hours yeah exactly so it's uh there, there's there's no harm are you fishing that out with a goldfish net <laughs> Are they uh, pretty cheap? No. They're pretty inexpensive. They're, they're pretty cheap. They're uh, they're pretty cheap. Yeah, 
Yeah, so you just uh, let it go. So the cost let is really go. for the service of yeah. um, maintaining records and yeah, yeah. helping you get your pets back home if they happen to wander away right. while they're chipped. Yeah, the, the chip itself is pretty inexpensive. It's a really good thing to do. It's not a GPS. A lot of people think it's like a GPS. It's a tracking mechanism. It's not. It's a ple- the feds are listening to me through my dog. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So um, all it is is a number. It's a, it's a 15-digit number. Um, and um, it's associated with you as the pet's owner. Mm-hmm. You see, so once the the pet is um, microchipped, the uh, the so number, the government's tracking me is what you're saying. They're tracking you every second of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's a, it's a, so fifteen digit number. Yeah, and and then you just associate that uh, with with your information and some pet information, and the dog is. Has we an have identifier. a question oh, about yeah. chip a chip in the dog's. You okay. Know. Okay. Hold on. Um, from where? So it's, it's my, coming through it's the my, Facebook. It's my boyfriend's mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> just um, you should have just said Margaret from Toledo, yeah. but all right. Oh shoot! Oh, Work with dang. the group, Sam. Okay, fine. Uh, she asked, "How do you get the information on a chip?" Wait, hold on. I gotta read. This is a really long question, and I can't see. Hold on, I'm gonna take a picture of it, and then I can read it on my phone because it's really hard to read. I'm going to take a picture of the computer screen. You took a picture of your computer screen, and now you're looking at a smaller screen. (laughs) Yeah, because I can't read it all the way there. Okay, how do you get the information on a chip for your dog? Does it go through the shelter where you get the animal, or do companies run those? The the number? I guess information. How do you get like, the information? Like, um, like you can, like I'm pretty sure, like you can chip the dog, and then you could know like where it lives, she, and like. Okay, I, I, did she again? That's that GPS. Oh, like the GPS. Thing. Let, let me let me uh, uh, answer the question the way I understand it. Okay. So, how do you get the information? So, every chip has a unique number. Every microchip has an absolutely unique number that's that's uh, dictated by ISO, International Standards Organization. Okay. So once that chip is implanted into your dog. It, that number is inside your dog. The way we get it out is with a scanner. So the scanner energizes the chip just enough to send that 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 number back to you. That number is associated in a database with the owner. So the, the, there's nothing special about the chip. It's just an identifier. Oh, so every number is different. Every number is different, and the number is associated with the the owner. And then all the information is done in an online database that's that can be accessed by shelters and veterinarians and authorities. Yeah. Oh, cool. Lit. I didn't know that. So. so if you buy like a secondhand dog and they're like, oh, and the dog's chipped. Yeah. Um, well, you have to find out what company was the chip or you could just take it to the vet and the vet could probably scan it and say, here's the number. And then you could probably, you know, go to like whatever company you want and say, I have a dog with a chip in it. Can I register it with well, you? It, typically what happens is if or the dog is, is already registered. Um, yeah, because she. Else? Yeah, because the well, their dog that they have at home, they got them. For, he, they got him from a shelter, and yeah. apparently, oh, so the vet would say, was, "Oh, this chip is registered through X company." Yeah, and whoever scans that chip, mm. whether it's the shelter or the vet, they kind of have an obligation to call the owner and say, "Hey, someone has this dog oh. uh, that has your information. Did you sell it to them, or did you give right, that dog right, to right, them?" Right. If the owner says, "Hey, they stole that that." That dog is mine. That's it. Then we have an issue. Mm. But if not, then we can change the information to the new owner. Oh, yeah. So the okay, yeah, so if they got they were, a secondhand dog, then they yeah, gotta they got a dog. The they got him from from the animal shelter, and they said that he was chipped. But yeah. they uh, they have no idea what information is on the chip or like how it needs to be changed. Okay, okay shelter, what, what you, the shelter, unless it was just a rescue, because rescues might not have a scanner. They said right? Oakland but, Animal Shelter. No, they would. They would have a take it back to the take it back and oh, uh, have uh, them scan it. What they can do though, anybody that has a a, a dog chipped, you can go to microchiplookup.org. Oh, okay. Have the dog scanned. Get and the then number. you you put the number into a text field, right? And then it will tell you who's who uh, what organization has that chip registered. Oh, so I won't say Dave Jones 345 South Street. No, you got to keep the information private. It'll be, you know, yeah. uh uh Petstar or Yeah. So they call Petstar uh, or uh Petkey. Petkey is, is a so, very very popular one. <laughs> so if they scanned if they scanned the chip, it would come up with a number. It won't show like who the owner is. It won't show who the owner is. It'll it won't say, say that the owner is the shelter. <laughs> no, it'll say that the, the this organization, organization ABC, we'll call it Petkey or Petstar. <laughs> oh, like yours? Um, yes. I was thinking like OnStar. Yeah. I was being I was trying to be funny. So um so they call uh Pet key and Pet key says that dog is registered. Uh, first of all, they they can't give information over the phone. So if it's not the a, dog is registered to someone else, yeah. So let us call let us call the person on record. 
and see if they're going to relinquish the uh, ownership of the dog. Of the, of the chip. Yeah. So well, of what the chip. If, of the chip, yeah. What if they It just, just happens to be inside it. the dog. <laughs> what if they just leave it? If like they, if, like they don't call anybody and if they, they don't just call leave anything. It. They've anybody. had this they had this dog for a little yeah. while. Well, but now, if it, so. if it runs away oh, and it gets picked up and oh, then and yeah. then they scan it and they'll go, "Oh, this belongs to yeah. the previous owner." Will oh, the, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just afraid only. that the previous owner is going to be like stu- like what if they're stupid like that's my dog. Like and then they want it back after you know, ten years. That's an issue. That's an issue that happens. Yeah. That happens. I don't think it's not been 10 not years, in that but... situation. You know, you know where it happens the most, Jamie? Where couples that split up. Oh, there have been fights that you wouldn't believe. Where someone calls up and says, uh, "This my dog is registered to my ex boyfriend or ex husband. Right, 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 right. I need you to change that. And as a registry, you can't change it. You have to yeah. call the ex boyfriend right, and right. say, "Hey." Um, some crazy biatch is uh, <laughs> on the other line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you like to relinquish control uh, to this uh, to this other person? Like, no, call the cops on her. And, and but that happens a lot. <laughs> so at Pecky, we've had um, subpoenas. Wow, we've had yeah. It, it gets very legal, yeah. legal beagleish. It's it really legal, really fast. Yeah, and 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 people say, you know, you have to change this, and and uh, yeah, it, it can get really they. They want to cut the baby in half, so to speak, sometimes. It's like, you know, if you can't have this, you know, uh, nobody can have it. So people get very obstinate about it. Mm. Very interesting. But yeah, I didn't know any of that. So Thank yeah. you, Margaret from Toledo. <laughs> Appreciate you checking in with us. Future mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we are. I got another question, though. It's uh, Dear Animal Talk. Mail's in. Uh, strange Cat. My neighbor ha- has an animal that resembles a cat. He growls like a cat. He has crazy attacks when I give him catnip, but he refuses to acknowledge cat snacks. Uh, I have a part of a Walmart brand container left uh, from my indoor cat that passed away, and every other cat around here will eat as many of these as I give out, and they'll actually fight over them. But this one, this cat-like animal doesn't pay any attention to them. Is he some sort of mutant species? Does he have a psychological problem that prevents him from realizing he's a cat? Also, he has anger management issues. He only comes near me so he can attack me. I've never been mean to him, but I suspect my neighbors, especially their bratty children, must have been mean to him and at least trained him to be mean to me. Jamie? Cats are freaking we got weird. Another man. question. This is, what is this? this is a common. This is a common cat behavior. I mean, you've you've had cats. That cat sounds perfectly normal for That's a cat. For a cat, yeah. yeah. All right. So is this coming from Stacy from Philadelphia? <laughs> yes. Um, okay. <laughs> um, Go ahead, Stacy. What's your question? Well, I mean, it's the same question. Oh, same question. It's a been, thread. But it's oh, like we're a back thread. in Toledo. Okay. Yeah. Um. So okay. So I didn't read that part, but apparently the shelter or the shelter that they got him from it, he was chipped at the shelter oh okay. so apparent so so if they were to scan it would the shelter be the owner well here's the, here's the thing one of the biggest problems with microchips is everybody has been educated to get their dog microchip yeah but a lot of people and a lot of times they don't register it so yeah. it's it's very very common to have a microchip in a dog so is there a way that she could all. register it yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. if it hasn't been registered previously she could just Call and register it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's so like maybe it, he they'll, got they'll, chipped, they'll... but it didn't get like registered. Yeah, yeah and they'll yeah. scan it and they'll oh. say this is a this is a, a, a pet key brand do. chip yeah. number blah 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 registered to. Oh, yeah. that's probably what they do because they probably just chip it and then once they get an owner, then the owners do it. Right. Would have to yeah, yeah send them oh, the okay. postcard. And, and uh, what other shelters 99. do? Ninety nine ninety five. Some shelters will register every single pet to themselves. Right. And then when they they home the pet. They'll they'll switch the uh, the ownership. Mm. Uh, that way, if the pet gets loose at the shelter, sure. at least you know yeah. the, the shelter's on record as the owner. Okay, cool. But how do they, so? How can they scan the number? Do they have to take it to take it to s- any vet or any shelter? Okay, so then they can scan it, get the number, yeah. and then they can from there. Yep. Call register. In. Call and yeah. see what co- what company it is, and then right. call the company and then register. Yeah, your name. The best with company the is, is PetKey. PetKey can register any chip. It's eight hundred three six one three six four seven. Just happen to know it. it just happen to know that. And, uh, and they they can register any chip for them, and um, it, they have a lifetime. Uh, and so PetKey, if someone calls up, and say, "I got a pet with this chip and this number." 
Can I register it? You guys, uh, PetKey checks that and to make sure it's not yep. already registered yep. somewhere else. Che- they check the chip. Does it have to be a PetKey chip? No, it can be any chip. Any chip. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Any chip, yeah. So there's a few registries Are there any coupons? out there. Any what? Any coupons? <laughs> there's always sales and deals and, and uh, yeah. I like on. coupons. Yeah. In fact, if you mention Animal Talk, <laughs> you get a coupon. You get a coupon. $5 off. Yeah. Something. You get a promo code. <laughs> Fuzzy cat. All right. So, yeah, there you are. Um, here's a, a, a little story. Uh, for once and for all, feral cats are non-native invasive species. They are wild animals responsible for massive ecological damage worldwide. What Domest- are we talking about? Domestic cats... That are permitted outside, unattended, also do massive ecological damage. No different than a zebra mussel in the Great Lakes and the Asian carp. Uh, it's even more widespread. Both species have caused massive ecological damage and continue to do so. Non-native pythons and other snakes are causing tremendous eco-damage in the Everglades. Can you please tell people to stop releasing unwanted cats? And it's because it, it, the cats are, you know, they tear stuff up. Cats are, uh, for, first of all, cats are about, you know how they'll say some pet like dogs are three generations from being feral or wild? <laughs> cats are about three minutes from being, <laughs> from being wild. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. I mean, cats can make it in uh, yeah, pretty harsh conditions. They're very, <clears throat> oh, yeah. very flexible with their... Uh, their ability to uh, well, they're adaptable. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they're very adaptable to different conditions. They're excellent hunters. Yep, scavengers. Uh, they yeah, they'll they'll make it wherever they uh wherever they're they're let loose. Like and God. they will kill for pleasure. They'll yeah. ki- they'll they'll kill just out of you know just what they do. So uh, a cat will shot a man in Reno once, <laughs> just uh just for snoring, just to watch him die, just to watch him die. Cats and Johnny Cash don't want to cross them. Australia is having a massive problem with feral cats. I heard about this. And they've declared war on feral cats in Australia. No way. War? War. Like if they see any, like they're dead? What is it good for? Absolutely nothing for cats. They're cute. They're fluffy. They're public enemy number one in Australia. Australia is at war with feral cats. By 2020, the government wants to kill Two million free roaming cats. Two a large, ch- and that's just a chunk. It's a very large chunk, but it's only a chunk of the total feral cat uh, population, which is estimated between two million and six million feral cats in Australia. So, uh, some areas of Australia have gone further. Uh, in the northeastern state of Queensland, the, the council is offering ten dollars, seven dollars U.S. Bounty for each feral cat scalp. You know, you know what? Uh, Australia is such a weird PETA place. Is, uh, PETA is like, uh, stop it. PETA, yeah. PETA is, uh, and yeah, Australia is weird. It's, it's very odd. I mean- it, Yeah, they have like giant spiders and like- Well, not only that, uh, Australia, <laughs> they don't have uh, like a, a natural predator kind of eco balance. Um, early in the 20th century, uh, Australia was overrun by rabbits. You can Google Australia overrun by rabbits and- you can see like millions. They had millions and millions of rabbits. There were no predators to take out these rabbits. Right. Um, they've been overrun by rats mm. and mice. Yep. It says, oh, okay. See, I put Australia overrun. It says overrun by rabbits, mm-hmm. overrun with rice, and then overrun by Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that do, one came Do up. rabbits. Do ra- and, and do a Google search. You'll see yeah. literally uh, pictures of the landscape with thousands of rabbits just kind of hopping around. How and, did they get rid of them all? Uh, I think they shot them, poisoned them, did all sorts of things to to, to get them oh, under man. control. But the point is, um, certain species can just get you know just get out of hand in in Australia. It's oh, a, causing millions of dollars of damage to yeah. crops. Do you, see, do you see the old black and white pictures of the rabbits? They are black and white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they're not coming up. I don't have any signal. Oh, so, so yeah, but the problem isn't uh, exclusive to Australia. New Zealand is having a a, pro- you were just a problem there. as well. With yeah. uh, and they're shooting for a cat-free future. So why do why do Australians not like them? Because they're killer cats. The cats, especially feral ones, are killers. Uh, the first cat is thought to have arrived in Australia at some point in the 17th century. Since then, their number has ballooned. Yes, from one to about six million. So the population today 
uh, covers 99.8% of the country. There's cats just everywhere. So although feral cats belong to the same species as domestic cats, feral cats live in the wild where they're forced to hunt for survival. Since they were first introduced uh, by European settlers, the cats have uh, helped drive estimated 20 mammal species to extinction. Um, so it's it's reported that cats... Uh, native 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 species are easy prey for cats. Uh, cats are believed to kill more than a million birds and 1.7 million reptiles every day oh in Australia. Oh my gosh, Australia. this is crazy! Look at all these rabbits. Look at this. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and like the hole. Yeah, no. here's the hole. Yeah. yeah, the hole one. So <laughs> Australia is saying we're not culling cats just for the sake of it. Officials are saying they have to. Um, they have no choice. It's 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 not because we hate cats. Oh, we have to make a choice to save the animals we love who define us as a nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's taking out a lot of native species. Oh, wow. And, and that, it, that, is, that is a problem. So what do you do, right? It's, uh, so how can you, how do you mainly do that? I mean, <laughs> you know, the bounty is a scary, scary thing, but uh, there was like Detroit used to have a bounty for like rats. You would get paid for the rat carcasses you'd yeah, bring in. Yeah, they, they do Wait, the same thing really? in New York, I believe. The 80s, were, the 80s were rough, man. Man, I wish I was I wish I was alive. No, that wasn't the 80s. That was before the 80s. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was like, damn, I Maybe wish I was Maybe the 1880s. Oh, why rats? But New, New York is, they have a perennial problem with them, and they just keep, it's just a never-ending We issue. need another plague. <laughs> another it's, plague. It's coming. We just need Thanos to snap his fingers. No! Because like that's like so that's terrible. Too soon? Yeah. Alright. No, now I'm now I'm depressed. <laughs> uh, 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 all right. Well let's go from uh scary cats to fabulous dogs. <laughs> fabulous dogs. Fabulous, fabulous dogs. You know who's ready for their makeover? Not me. Who that? Lucy. Lucy the dog. Lucy the dog is getting a makeover from the, the Fab Five. You know the Fab Five, Bray? The Fab Five? The Jackson fab, Five? The Fab Five. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I'm not following. Oh, oh, There's a TV, there was a TV show called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah, yeah, guy. I remember that. Yeah. And then there's five dudes. And they, they, they make oh, over they make over okay. people. Oh, my God, Brian. Open the door. Oh, my gosh. She's bringing us. Wait, who is that? It's uh, uh, it's a bartender from downstairs. Did she bring us food? And she's no, she's bringing me beer. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my god! Hi! I saw you. Oh my, god, my goodness! Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Wait, wait. What? And how does no, he? Matt's not here, so how does I he think get I'll probably just, like, be the free only stuff? Because okay. I give hugs. Hugs are free. <laughs> Hi. Sorry for interrupting. Wait, how does this work? I, I don't understand this. You hug a bartender, and she gives you <laughs> free free stuff. Are you good? I'm, Would you like a hug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save the beer. I'll take the hug though. Okay. Oh, the hug. Brian, get in there. <laughs> get that hug. Yeah. Ah. Wow. Thank you. What a great place. I know. I love it. We're yeah, We're down at the Detroit Shipping Company downtown Detroit podcast Detroit Studios. I really wish I was twenty one. And uh, <laughs> I wasn't gonna have a beer no. She does, there's no age limit. She'll give you a hug. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. She, did, and, she didn't uh, even card me. We have a nice, uh, we, yeah, <laughs> we got a nice relationship with the folks. Oh my here. god! Oh they my saw god. us up here recording, and she's like, "I'm gonna give." He didn't stop in and get a beer on his way in. That was actually very nice it's, of a, it's a cider. Um, but anyway, uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, right? They're back on Netflix, I think, and uh, they had a very special uh, episode just a couple days ago because it was National uh, Pel- Ad- Adopt a Shelter Pet Day. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they had a special thing, and they did a makeover. For a dog, which was really sweet. Um, so it's a shorter episode, so you can find it if you just Google "queer eye for the straight guy dog makeover." It's really it's a sweet little, and it's short, and it's sweet, and eight, it's like eight, eight little implants. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, the Fab Five is doing a makeover for a dog, and it's actually it's it's fun, and they just because they usually take like a gruff guy, and then they you know. Put a little. I could use one. I, I want a makeover. Yeah, I know. I could use. I could use a makeover. I definitely could use. A makeover. You guys like? I don't like makeovers. No, I like the way I look. I mean, I don't like the way I look. I'm ugly, but like, I don't like. Why would you say that, Sam? I don't know. I just don't. I, don't I didn't wear... raise you to talk like that. <laughs> That's it. No, I just. I'm so lazy. Like, I don't wear any makeup. I don't do anything. I just wake up. I just wake up. You don't need to wear. You're 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 cute. You got that really cute girl next door look. You know, you're girl lazy. next door look. That's like the. <laughs> thing ever well that's all i always wanted to be girl yeah. next door you, know, you got it that's what you is 
All right, so Samantha, yes, you ready to put your uh, <laughs> brainy skills to the test? No, I'm not. I'm not ready for this. What were you playing with? You have like some ooze. It's, it's dough. It's it's like Are play-doh. You play-doh. It's like it's like clay. I I do it. I keep picking at my hands like really bad. Like I made myself like bleed like the other day, and it's been it's been getting bad. So I just got now some. you got a stress ball. Yeah, it's like play-doh. It's right like on. so I don't pick at my hands. All right, don't pick at your hands. All right, cool. and think about these questions. Oh God. Fact or fiction? I go, hope there's a, spell, a spelling error this time. <laughs> I didn't even get it last oh, time. Oh, all right, here we go. Fact or fiction? Three headlines torn from the news. Two are absolutely true. One is completely false, made up by me a little earlier today. <laughs> and uh, Brian's going to read these to Samantha, and she is going to try to figure out which is false. False. You ready, so, Sam? Yes. Samantha, if you okay. are ready, here come the three headlines. Yeah, last week, Matthew, I, uh, I, uh, llamas. Oh, oh, llamas. He's like, that's was, how you spell llamas. And I, I missed the wrong. second A yeah. in it when I typed it up, and he's like, he's like, is that how you spell llamas? And I'm like, there's a spelling error in it. <laughs> like, it's gonna tip off. That's probably the one. I, but actually, I typed them all. Uh, just to, and actually, Sam got it wrong anyway. She, she didn't even anyway. realize. All right, anyway, that... So Brian's gonna read these three to you. All right, headline spelling error. Headline number one. Do you have you have your thinking cap on? Yeah. Headline number one. <laughs> yeah. A whatever. deaf puppy finds happily ever after with hearing impaired man who teaches him sign language. Okay. That's number deaf one. Dog. Deaf puppy finds happily ever after. With hearing impaired man who teaches him sign language. Number two, dumb cat without vocal cords alerts neighbors of a fire in their house. (laughs) (laughs) I already know that one's the false one. Wait, wait. Read them all. You got to read them all again. This is the third one. Dumb dumb cat without vocal cords alerts neighbors of a fire in their house. Number three, three eyed snake found on Australian highway. I'm gonna go with number two because how can a cat how can a cat alert them? What was the first one? Wait, Deaf can you puppy? read them all again? Deaf puppy finds happily ever after with hearing impaired man who teaches him sign language. <laughs> That's two. Okay, okay. That's number one. Number oh. two, dumb cat. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute! It's the first one. It's the first. Read all one. three of them. Read all three of them. Dumb cat without vocal cords alerts neighbors of a fire in their house. And number three, three-eyed snake found on Australian highway. Okay, I believe the Australian highway one because that sounds believable. Yeah. Um. Wait, do Aust- Australia has highways? I thought it was just like desert. Yeah, Tom Cochran, life yeah, is they, a highway. They have, they but have, he's Canadian, so it doesn't really matter. Indoor plumbing and everything. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. I know. Okay. Okay, so it's more common to find a one-eyed. Can you snake reread the first one? It's <laughs> a rest stop. Oh yeah, God! What? Yeah. You guys. Okay, a deaf puppy finds happily ever after with hearing impaired man who teaches him sign language. Okay, a man. Okay, deaf puppy, and he is also hearing impaired, which means they're both deaf. But Correct. he teaches the puppy sign language. Teaches the Can puppy dogs sign. learn sign language? I don't that's know. That's the out. headline. What do you What do you think it is? You don't know which one. <laughs> you I'll don't go, know. Yeah, I'll you don't go, know. I'll go with whatever you say because last time I should have went with what Matt said and I got it wrong and I didn't. So um, whatever you say, because I it's either one or two. Because like, how can a cat alert them that their house is on fire if he has no? And also, why would a why would a, a headline call a cat dumb? Is that, is well, that dumb thing? is in quotes, kind of, you know, deaf and dumb, deaf and dumb. So a dumb cat. No vocal cords. Oh. Without, without vocal cords. And so cords, you have a blind dog, deaf, dumb, and blind, right? So you have a blind dog, a deaf cat, and a three-eyed snake. Yeah. Did you pay attention? So it's, it, there's a theme to them. It's deaf, dumb, and blind. But two of them are true. One is false. First yeah. choice, best choice, Sam. What are you going with? Well, deaf puppy, dumb cat, or three-eyed snake? Okay, if anybody's listening, please tell me what you think it is right now, and I'll go with whatever. Sam, first, first choice, best choice. Okay, can you read them again? <laughs> <laughs> deaf puppy, dumb cat, or three-eyed snake? No, 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 read them all again. Oh, my God. <laughs> A deaf puppy finds happily ever after with hearing impaired man who teaches him sign language. Okay. They're all kind of believable. I don't. Yeah, they're all kind of believable, uh, but then so, they're all kind of fake. So, dumb cat, end quote, dumb cat without vocal cords alerts neighbors of a fire in their house. And then the last one, three-eyed snake found <laughs> on Australian highway. So, what do you think? Which one do you think? Okay, Matt said it's the dog one. I'm going to go with the Matt's dog gonna one. Matt's going to go with the, what was your first choice? 
I think I was going to go with the dog one. Were you? Yeah. I was. No, it's the kid. God. Dang it, Jamie. I said, I said, first choice, best choice. You said the cat first. I was trying, because I, I, st- I was trying to steer you off the cat, and then I was feeling guilty. I'm like, oh, I got her off the cat. Yeah, that's the one I made up. Sam. <laughs> oh. She's like, got so. Oh, she has like a poop face. She has a serious sourpuss face yeah. going on. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, no! I should have I waited. So I want to know. I want to find out about that deaf puppy learning sign language. Yeah. What the heck is that? Well, um, a man in Maine who is hearing impaired rescued a deaf puppy and has now taught him sign language after adopting him about a month before his birthday on Saturday. Nick Abbott adopted puppy Emerson from the NFR Maine, a foster-based rescue in northern um, Monmouth, Monmouth, Monmouth. Uh, Emerson was uh, only six weeks old when he was dumped in a shelter. Emerson's foster mother, Lindsay Powers, said in a Facebook post from a rescue organization, Powers fostered Emerson for about a month before Abbott adopted the Black Lab mix. He was fighting for his tiny little life mm. through seizures, parvo, Aww, and being deaf. Poor baby. Man, this puppy I'm had sorry a I thought you were false. And they call him lucky. <laughs> life was really stacked against him, he said, but... Uh, but man, Emerson is a fighter, our brave little warrior. He came to Maine, where all those other siblings were adopted right off. So, yeah, that's an, that's a very sweet story. Yeah. And then the three-eyed snake is three-eyed weird. Three-eyed snake. Mm, it's a t- <laughs> wildlife authorities have shared photos of a three-eyed snake that was found on a highway. If I had in, a nickel in northern Australia. <laughs> oh, I get it because you have the piercing. Okay. <laughs> you guys have piercings. <laughs> <laughs> the Northern Territory Parks and Wildlife Service described the discovery, uh, which was widely shared online, as peculiar. Named Monty Python, uh. <laughs> the baby carpet python uh, died just weeks after it was found in March. Experts say the snake's third eye on top of its head appeared to be a natural mutation. Wow. Oh, damn. Do they have a picture, or is that just a regular? Yeah, 40, 15 inch oh, okay. Reptiles have been struggling to eat. Too. I knew that yeah. was right. I knew that snake was, was real. Yeah, you had that one locked in. Yeah, I knew that And snake you jumped was right real. to the cat, and then I steered you off it. Huh? The x rays. Oh, listen to this. X rays showed that the snake uh, did not have two heads formed together. It was, it was actually, uh, rather, it appeared to be one skull with an additional eye socket and three functioning eyes. Wow. Three functioning eyes. I That's thought it might have just been man. like crazy coloration or something, yeah, but yeah. it was actually a. Um, yeah. The third oh, eye was not blind. It's a blind. real eye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. And yeah. it died. It That's, died? Yeah. yeah. That, see, he doesn't have to wear 3D glasses in the movies. He can just see it in 3D already. <laughs> 3D, three eyes. Wow. It's so. special. <laughs> now, here's one I was going to save for a fact or fiction just because it was so good. It's Here's the headline. Pig steals camper's beer, gets drunk, and starts fight with cow. No, is that real? <laughs> that's a headline. I, what is Man, that? Man, what a great... Wait, that's a lie? What a great that's, title. No, that's real. Oh, shit. Pig I steals camper's beer, gets drunk, I and said, starts a fight with a cow. I would have said that that was fake. Some folks get extra cheerful when they've had a few too many pints of lager. Some folks get a little crankier, downright depressed. Still others... Lose all sense of propriety and good manners, that'd be me. Uh, get sloppy silly uh, with anyone in their midst. Uh, but who knew that pigs, yep, that's right, pigs could be among the rank of those who get ill-mannered and mean-spirited when they've had a few. That's exactly what happened in Australia <laughs> in 2013 of course. Of course. when a pig, a wild pig that is, got into the sauce, got drunk, and started a fight with a barnyard buddy, a cow. It all started when some careless campers left out their supply of hooch, 18 cans of beer to be precise, and the errant pig decided to help himself to the sudsy stash. That's some good writing there. (laughs) Uh, uh... The campers at uh, Port Headland uh, near the DeGray River were tucked away in their tents for the night, and next thing they knew, the feral porker was snout deep into their beer. So, and then uh, soon it started exhibiting bad manners, loudish behavior. Very boorish of him, isn't it? Man, I love that phrase, snout deep. <laughs> <laughs> Including picking on a nearby cow. Are you looking at me? You looking at me? 
(laughs) After slurping down the liquid gold, this little piggy went to the garbage bins and began rooting around for a late night snack. Uh, Again, like me. Uh, When he was finally finished boozing it up, eating and generally causing pandemonium at the campsite, he took a dip in the river, then passed out for a post-gorge snooze under a tree. Is that you too? Uh, yeah, I'm good for a post, nap afterwards. Post gorge snooze. Oh yeah, post gorge snooze. Yep, so there you go. I love that headline deep. though. That's uh, snout deep. I want to get snout deep. Uh, yeah. So uh, pigs <laughs> steals campers' beer, gets drunk, and starts a fight with a cow. <laughs> put him up. Put him up. I love that headline. Mm. Love it. All right. So here's another uh, question for you, Brian, to tackle here, help people out with uh, some cocker spaniels. Oh, I used to have some of those. I have two Cocker Spaniels. They are three and five years old. Uh, the five-year-old has started to eat everything he can get close to on the sidewalk while we're taking a walk. Leaves, twigs, grass, pine cones, anything. And now the three-year-old is starting to pick up on this habit and doing it occasionally as well. How do I get them to stop? I've started to uh, practice leave it around the house, but how do I get them to stop? While 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 we're out and learning, how do they? How do we get them to learn? You know, it's weird. There's the question. They're three and five years old. It's kind of an odd age to pick uh, up a habit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. Um, you know, eating non-food items. It's called pica. Mm-hmm. It's a condition, and uh, some you know it could have some kind of metabolic reason. Um, you know what? You might want to take the dogs to uh, the vet first just to rule out any any metabolic issues. All right, and then um, any pica issues. Any pica issues. And then, uh, yeah, keep up with your. If you sometimes uh, dogs will be compromised in one way or another, you know, and then uh, they they pick up habits, and then when they're no longer you know compromised, they, it just becomes a habit. So okay. taking it out of their behavior pattern long enough is going to mm. to fix it. But I mm. would I I want to rule out the you know the uh, any kind of health issues first. Right. Yeah. How's uh, how's leave it for uh, a command? It's and a great command. Is it a good command? Yeah. All right. Drop it. So, but leave check it? the check the health first, and then. Uh, then work on that. Reduce access to it. Yeah. Eliminate access to it. And so, then work um, on the leave it. So I, I used to have a dog who would attack small animals. Yeah. And I would say, don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't you, eat it. You know, Mike Brim, um, <laughs> my friend Mike Brim. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's kind of a ladies' man. And <laughs> he was at my, my office and some girl walked by. I said, don't eat it. <laughs> don't. Oh, eat- <laughs> don't. No. Yeah, can't HR's busy enough this week. All right, uh, here's another question for you. It's a short and simple one again. Why does my dog tend to go wild after he eats his supper? He goes wild. My dog goes wild after he eats his supper. Why is that? Well, that's interesting. A lot of dogs would just, uh, you know, like when you eat a, a big meal, Jamie. Right, right. Uh, after I'm snout deep. After you're snout deep and and some ham, you go to sleep. <laughs> you go to sleep uh, and and sleep it off. Right. So um, that's an odd response. Yeah. But if that's what the dog likes to do, uh, I have no idea why mm-hmm. I, he would do that. But um, if that's the only behavior, he just goes wild. If, if is he scratching? Is he doing anything else? Chewing on his paws or anything? Any kind of very, allergic reaction? Very short. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know. Maybe you might want to toss a ball around with him after he eats, there and it go. could you could start a good habit of getting that excess energy out of him after he eats. I, what happened to Sam? I don't know. We're losing her. Huh? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I Are just we... laid my head down for a second. I'm just like I'm out of it. I don't even know if I'm gonna drive if I can drive home. That I'm so out of it. Honestly, Aww. was that from the float that you had? Yeah, I'm so whoa. Like maybe you're diabetic or something. Uh-oh. No, I'm not diabetic. No, I'm just tired. I I didn't go to bed till two thirty. I woke up at like eight thirty. And then uh, I went to school, went to work right after, and uh, now I'm and here. And now she's here. Wow. Yeah. And she's ready for this. Who's oh, no. <laughs> or yes. <laughs> it's a story problem. It's a story problem? It's time okay. for the bad animal joke of the week. Who's bad? All right, here we go. Bad animal joke of the week. Uh, a blind bunny and a blind snake bump into each other on a path. What kind of animal are you, asks the snake. And I don't really know, says the bunny. I've never seen myself. Maybe you could examine me and find out. The snake felt the bunny. Well, you're soft and cuddly, said the snake. You have a long, skinny ear and a fluffy tail. You must be a bunny. And he's like, awesome, says the bunny. Thanks. What kind of animal are you? And the snake's like, I don't really know. I'm blind, too. I've never really seen myself. Does he say he's like a penis or something? Maybe you could. Maybe you could. (laughs) Maybe you stop spoiling it, Samantha. Oh, wait. 
Um, I'm not going all this way for a penis joke. <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't know. Can you examine me? And maybe you could find out. So the bunny feels the snake all over and replies, well, you're hard and cold and haven't got any balls. You must be a lawyer. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't get it. The it's penis a, would have been funny. It's a lawyer joke. I don't know any lawyers. I didn't go right into the gutter, Samantha. It, it would have been a better penis joke. <laughs> yeah, <see? laughs> All right. My email password has been hacked. So annoying. It. My password's blank 182. My, <laughs> okay. My email password has been hacked. It is so annoying. I've had to rename my cat three times. <laughs> <laughs> She's tired. Because oh. she laughed at that. I thought that was you. <laughs> the lawyer one wasn't funny. No, no it wasn't. Funny. No, no, no. What do you What do you get when you cross a snake with a tasty dessert? Hmm. Oh shit! I was gonna s- a python. Ah, pie. <laughs> I was gonna. S- You're gonna. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> what do you get when Sam's when- like? Oh, it's another penis joke. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you get when two giraffes collide? <sighs> Uh, what is it? Uh, a, two drafts. A, a, a giraffic jam. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so there we go. <laughs> like a traffic jam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A giraffic jam. <laughs> wow, she's tired. I'm calling her an Uber. <sighs> oh, my God. All right, that's it. Uh, Samantha, if you can pull your consciousness together to oh, tell yeah. people how they can find out about us. Um, well, you can go to our website, http colon slash slash www dot. No, just kidding. It's animaltalkradio.com. That's our website. And then uh, we got our Instagram is at animaltalkradio. Uh, Twitter is also the same thing. Uh, and same Facebook's also the same thing, too. So all of those social medias. There you are. So thanks for listening this far, getting all the way through it. Appreciate uh, taking the time. Uh, there's a Patreon out there, and there's uh, uh, subscribe, like, leave a comment wherever you find. We're still uh, giving away the T-shirt. We're, oh yeah, duh. There you go. So uh, we're giving away a T-shirt, Brian. A T-shirt, like one solitary. Uh, it's yes. the it's the one that you have on, actually. <laughs> so the jigs. Uh, we promise everybody the next time you're back, we're going to give away the shirt that you were wearing. Oh yes. man, no, actually, don't wash it. We're giving huh? an animal. Do talk I have to take t-shirt. the knot out of it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's a knot? Oh, it's, like he has it knotted up in front. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I got it. So, uh, so no, the pet parade. Send us a picture of your pet. So, and uh, once a month, we'll pick at random someone who's sent in a photo for the pet parade, and we'll send you an Animal Talk T-shirt yeah. the size of our choosing. In the size of our choosing. Last week, I said the first person who does it gets it, and I still haven't gotten anybody. So, so yeah, first person who does it gets it. So, may a message uh, just you can send it via any of the message on the socials and. In Instagram uh, or tag Twitter. us tag us in a post with your pet in a picture of your pet uh, yeah sunbathing or actually uh, I have a one no I think I forgot the password of the Instagram I got a new phone so yeah. like I gotta log back into that right. so, fair um, play so yeah. Uh, yeah send us a, a picture of your pet and uh, we'll add them to the pet parade and uh, we'll send somebody an animal talk t-shirt and it might in a even, size of our choosing in a size or a size of your choosing yeah right, whatever might, we'll work it out all right so there we go that'll do it have an exotic week and kiss your wild thing for me <laughs> <laughs>